Welcome to Mavsplain, where we break down a question, event, trend, or news every single day. My name is Bobby Corella from Mavs Digital, and today I'm joined by Mike Fraley. You know him as Forgotten Mavs on Instagram and on Twitter as host of Mavs Archives, where you can uh, listen to his interviews with Mavs players throughout franchise history. You can find that on iTunes, Spotify, wherever else you listen to your podcast. And today we have kind of an interesting show for you. So uh, it's definitely going to be about Mavs history, but it's going to be about one of the more, I guess, obscure injuries that we've ever seen in basketball. It uh, wasn't a long-term thing, but it certainly was gruesome in the moment, and it was even more gruesome to revisit, frankly. Uh, one of the one of the scarier injuries that, that Dirk has ever suffered. So uh, I'll take you back in history. It's December 18th, 2009. Mavs versus the Rockets at American Airlines Center. The Mavs are off to a great start. They're 19-7 on the season. They're looking like they're going to be a powerhouse in the West. And Dirk, as he often does, Decides to put the ball on the floor and drive the lane. And Mike, that was kind of a mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> it certainly turned out that way. Um, so, yeah, you know, I've been watching this on YouTube a couple times today. And so Dirk drives the lane, puts up a shot. But before he puts up a shot, his right elbow collides with Carl Landry's face. And he takes it inadvertently, takes, inadvertently. Yeah. And you see him fall to the ground and you initially, I initially thought he hurt his wrist. He hurt his shoulder or arm, you know, something with his arm. You didn't know exactly what it was. And, but as the, as the, the cameras continued to roll, you see blood coming down Dirk's elbow. You see Carl Landry walking off, holding his mouth. And what happened was there was a collision between Dirk's elbow and Landry's mouth where either, I don't know exactly how it happened, but either pieces or all of five of Landry's teeth became embedded in Dirk's elbow. Um, And so pretty gruesome. Uh, You see Dirk just grabbing his elbow in obvious pain. And is and I didn't even remember this part until rewatching it today. So, you know, Dirk was fouled on a shot and um, he, if, if he was going to leave the game and, uh, and not return or uh, sorry, he would have to take the free throws because if he were to leave the game, then he wouldn't be able to come back into the game later. So what Dirk ended up doing is he took both free throws left-handed made one of them. I, I did not remember that until um, rewatching that today. So I thought that was pretty cool. But then he, he exited the game and uh, missed the rest of that game and the next game. So just an interesting injury. Um, there's actually several Mavs teeth injuries, but that's definitely by far the, the, the one that I remember the most. And some of those teeth injuries involve Dirk. Obviously yes. he, got a, he got a tooth knocked out against the Spurs, um, left him with a really bloody mouth kind of a nasty one but then there was another one i want to say against the jazz maybe where he also lost a tooth uh, at a different point in time i think so i do know carl malone knocked steve nash's tooth out when he was on the lake when uh, when malone was on the lakers that's right okay that might be what i'm thinking about yeah because i knew it involved carl malone and his enormous elbows (laughs) yeah and then um you know dsj just last year with pat beverly lost a tooth at american Airlines center too yep Yeah, so no teeth are safe, but uh, (laughs) as you know from just from watching Dirk, Dirk has uh, 
he has a couple fake teeth, and I'm sure Carl Landry has five <laughs> fake teeth. Even though, so what What I did not know, I only remember watching the Mavs broadcast of that. So that was my freshman year of college. So I was watching that game thinking, man, this really sucks. Uh, I was really plugged into the team that year, and they were obviously off to a great start and everything. But the replay that I found when I was watching this earlier today to get ready for this show was from the Rockets broadcast. And um, they were saying that Landry plays with a mouth, like a mouthpiece in. So I don't know if his teeth went through the mouthpiece or if like it just knocked it out of place and then his teeth fell out or like it, I I, I don't know because I mean, I I encourage everybody if you, you know, it's, it's from 2009, so it's not like 4k quality. So you're not going to see actual fragments of teeth flying around, but um, it wasn't that crazy of a collision. I mean, like elbows meet chins all the time in the NBA and, and it, it wasn't particularly violent. Like Dirk is not the strongest guy. He was just going up for a layup. He wasn't even, like, going elbows out like you see guys do when they box out for a rebound or anything. I mean, this was just your run-of-the-mill NBA play. But, it I mean, it, it literally – two of his teeth were stuck in Dirk's elbow. Like, yeah. I, I can't get over how crazy that is. Yeah, it, it definitely was crazy. And I, I read a couple things about it today. It took the Mavs physicians half an hour to dig out all the, frag- the teeth fragments in Dirk's elbow. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting. And then I also forgot about like, so he missed the rest of that game. He missed the next game, but then he came back and he had like a big uh, pad and like a, a, like a, almost like a big bandage around his elbow. So that's whenever you see highlights of Dirk scoring his 20,000th point at the time, he's wearing that big pad on his elbow because of that injury. I believe he wore it maybe for the rest of the season. It, it was a it was a long term thing. Yeah, he had it on for for a while. I don't remember exactly how long, but yeah, definitely several games, probably a few weeks at least. Yeah, um, yeah, that was kind of a strange time in uh, in Mavs history, just overall, and, and that was sort of like a I don't not necessarily a turning point, but like whenever you think back to the two thousand nine ten season, um, if you're like a crazy Mavs fan, then you'll remember that that was the year that they traded for Karan Butler. Brendan Haywood and Deshaun Stevenson. So the team changed significantly, like right around the start of the new years when they pulled off that deal. This was December 18th. So this is right before Christmas time, right before the new year. The Mavs were 19 and 7. They were playing great basketball. They were toward the top of the West. Dirk was an MVP candidate at the time. He was averaging 27 a game, eight boards. He was shooting lights out from the field. And then he only missed one game because of that injury but he comes back and in the next nine or ten games he really kind of struggled he only averaged something like 21 22 a night his shooting numbers dipped and uh, all of a sudden the Mavs lost some games and that kind of sort of I, I mean I'm sure they would have made that deal anyway had it presented itself but it kind of expedited the process I feel like so I wonder if if that freakish injury had any impact on the trade that ultimately kind of helped the Mavs win the title a year later. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with that. You know, maybe that did play a factor in them deciding to, to shake things up and obviously they made the right choice by doing so, but yeah, that's definitely, I never thought about that. Um, maybe because he only missed one game, but yeah, I guess if you go back and look, he, he, you know, he, it took him a little while to get going again after that, that freaky injury. So that's, uh, 
and it's funny like it's weird how you remember like weird little things but i remember exactly where i was when that happened because um i was in chicago at the time looking for an apartment because i was moving there like a month later um so but i remember um watching that game or seeing something i probably wasn't able to watch it if i was there at the time but i i saw maybe sports center or something so i just i remember that night when that happened and it was kind of like i don't know i mean sort of an inconsequential thing i mean the only thing about it is that it's just such a freak injury like Mm -hmm. you know maybe maybe it really did have no impact on the wizards trade or on anything maybe the mavs would have lost those games anyway but just the nature of the injury. I mean, I'm, I think of like weird freaky injuries and that's got to be toward the top of the list that aren't, you know, totally like career altering. I mean, he was only, he was fine like two days later, (laughs) but it it was just in the moment. It was like, I don't know. I mean, he, he kept, he looked down at his elbow and it was like someone like shot him or something. It was, I mean, it was really sort of a, I don't know. I, I can't really compare it to any other injury that he or any other player that I know of has ever, has ever gone through. Oh, I, yeah, I can't think of anything like that either. And um, I know you said when you watched the Rockets broadcast of it, which I don't think I've seen that. I'd, I'd kind of like to see it now. But um, I was watching Followell and Bob Ortigal, and Skin may have even been part of it too. I watched the Mavs broadcast of it. And there was like, I mean, as soon as Dirk went down, they were like genuinely concerned that something was really wrong. So I guess it's kind of lucky that this is all it was, but that doesn't make it any less strange. It was weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and the Rockets broadcast was obviously more concerned with Carl Landry because he's walking off the floor, you know, signaling to the trainer, like, I need a towel because, you know, five teeth came out of his mouth. He was bleeding <laughs> like crazy. I mean, it was – he arguably got the, the worst end of the of the deal, you know, losing a bunch of teeth. And I'm sure he missed some time too because you got to get that repaired. But, I mean, it, it was – I don't know. It was just a, a freaky thing. Of course, the Rockets went on to win that game in overtime – they had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter, and the Mavs ended up coming back, led by J.J. Barea, of all people. Leads a huge <laughs> comeback. The game goes to overtime, and the Rockets win. Now, Tracy McGrady had missed the entire season up to that point. He played that, – that, that night was his first game back from injury. He played like eight minutes or something. He was on a minutes restriction. And uh, Yao, I'm not even sure, was on the team anymore. So it was like – it was Louis Scola and uh, – uh, Oh man, I just I read all these names. I think Battier was on the team. Rafer Alston might have been still on that team, and Francisco Garcia, I'm sure, was involved too. Yeah, um, Aaron Brooks. So, I remember. Yeah, that Aaron Brooks was the yeah. big one. Oh, and Kyle Lowry, of course, too, came off the wow. bench and scored at what was his season high to that point too. So, kind of a, a weird game ended up taking place after that. Obviously, you take Dirk off the floor and. Uh, you know, T-Mac is on a minutes restriction and you're going to have some wacky stuff happen. But I had totally forgotten that, you know, that was even remotely close to a competitive game because without Dirk, you figure that the Mavs would get stomped, but they actually put on a pretty spirited effort. That's pretty cool. And one thing I remember about the very next game was that's that was um, against Cleveland and it was LeBron in Dallas and, you know, the Cavs were the uh, leaders of the East that year at least in terms of regular season. And uh, I, without Dirk, I fully expected the Mavs to lose. They actually won behind a really big game from Tim Thomas. I forget how many points he had, but you know, that's Thomas. Yeah. He had like 20 points or something that night. Um, And the Mavs beat the Cavs 
in Dallas without Dirk, the 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 game after that that teeth tooth injury. Yeah, I was at that game actually. I I do not remember Tim Thomas going off, but you're right. He had 22 points. Yeah, I remember I was able to watch that game and I remember he had, he had a big night and he was filling in for Dirk. He may have started. I don't I'm, don't he did. quote me on that. He did. He, okay. He played 36 minutes in that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um yeah, I liked him as as a Mav. Uh you know, I remember he had some uh, – his wife was sick or something, so he took time away and just ended up leaving the team. But for a couple months, he, he wasn't bad. He, he uh, That was probably his his one shining moment as a Mav, really, was that game. But he, he was pretty solid when he when he got a chance. Yeah, 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 no kidding. I, I can't believe that. He LeBron had 25 points. Tim Thomas had 22. Yeah. And the Mavs <laughs> won. So, yeah. so how about that? Uh, man, okay. So – are there any other uh, quickly before we uh, before we bounce? Are there any other weird injuries that you can remember just off the top of your head in Mavs history? Obviously, Ooh. you know we're not we're not trying to trivialize pain or anything. You know, no. this is a, um, in retrospect we're just talking. But I mean, not like not you know devastating injuries, but just like weird sort of quirky like i know dirk one time missed a game because he sprained his ankle while he was putting on his shoe yes uh, before layup <laughs> lines just like weird stuff like that happens it seems like you know once a year just something zany happened yes i've i i, I saw an article like on newspapers.com uh last year or something i was just trying to remember that or trying to see what i because i did have a, a vivid memory or a memory of dirk missing that game because of the shoe thing and it was actually against the game he missed was against the Wizards, and so it was going to be his first time to play against Michael Jordan, and he couldn't because he hurt his oh, ankle no on while putting a shoe on. Yeah, that was that night. Yeah, it was he, the game he missed was the Wizards game. I don't know if it happened oh, earlier that man. day or what. And then I read that um, Emmett Smith, who this just shows you how how long ago this was now, who was still on the Cowboys at that time, visited the Mavs <laughs> locker room and. And uh, was making fun of Dirk and was teaching him how to put a shoe on. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, dude, rub it in. Yeah, yeah that um, is uh, other weird that's injuries. A, that, um, that's a blast from the past. Man, I'm trying to. Well, we mentioned the teeth ones. There's a handful of teeth ones, um, but I'm sure there's some that I'm just not remembering. That the shoe one with Dirk was a good one. Um, that was uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, well, and at the end of yeah. one game, this is another, this is like deep, deep Mavs cuts. This is more recent than that. We're talking 2011. Uh, but the second game of the year, the Mavs are just getting, they're getting housed at home by Denver. And Rick Carlisle puts in newcomer Sean Williams. Oh, I was at this game. <laughs> yeah, into the game. And uh, Sean Williams just literally goes crazy on the court, plays out of his mind. This is his first NBA action in a very long time. Gets subbed out of the game, asks out of the game actually, and promptly throws up on the bench in front of God and everyone, <laughs> just on TV, just covered in covered in his own vomit. It's yes. just an all time all time moment. Oh, absolutely! I was at that game, and uh, you're right. He did go. Uh, he went nuts. He had some alley oops. He had a uh, some great blocks. He had like a steal, which he just like he jumped so high and caught a pass. I just he was all over the place and the Mavs were getting killed. And so I'm sure Denver wasn't really in it, but I, that he, he definitely made an impact that game. And uh, I was there with a buddy of mine and we like, 
obviously we remember the puke part, but we still just call it the Sean Williams game because he did go nuts for like several minutes there. Yeah. There have been there have been a lot of weird moments like that where guys step up and shine, like Tim Thomas, for example. Yeah. And it's always connected to weird injuries. So I think the <laughs> the deal is if something crazy happens to you, then you know. Um, I remember Delonte had a nasty hand injury. I don't and then I, I think there's like footage somewhere of like Vince Carter taking a look at it and like grimacing because it looks really bad. Yes. I don't yeah, I don't remember yes. the I think specifics. A finger, I think a finger might have uh gone the wrong direction. Yeah. There. I think. Definitely yeah. some weird there's stuff. Some, uh, yeah, yeah, there's some weird stuff in the NBA, man. But yeah, that was kind of a I don't know if that night was fateful, but it was certainly memorable. And uh, it does explain why Dirk, in so many game photos throughout that era, and really, I think, maybe even into the next season, occasionally wore an elbow pad. And, of course, that's on his shooting arm. So it did kind of have some some long-lasting effects. Fortunately, not too bad. And Carl Landry, too, uh, it should say. I mean, he was fine after that, relatively speaking. His NBA career continued, too. So it wasn't like, you know a life altering event or anything. It was just sort of a, uh, just a wacky moment really in NBA history. Really was. Um, I'd be surprised if I ever see anything like that again. Certainly hope not. <laughs> Certainly hope not. Although, I mean, kind of the same thing happened to Dennis. Now you, you brought up Dennis, uh, Smith getting hit. Um, that was Pat Beverly. I think Dennis's tooth just went, it might've disappeared. Like I don't know where his tooth went. Um, luckily, it didn't go in Pat Beverly's elbow. But I'm yeah. I'm kind of like as rare as it is for guys' teeth to get embedded in other one other people's elbows. I'm kind of surprised that more teeth don't fly out in NBA games because there is so much action, especially around the basket. Guys going up for rebounds and things like that. I mean, elbows are flying down there, so I'm kind of surprised by how rare an occurrence it is. Yeah, it is. It is rare. And um, I guess that's why we remember each individual one or that that's happened because it just doesn't happen very often. But I do remember that first one in 01 um, against the Spurs because I remember it was an NBA on NBC game. And I'm guessing it was Mike Fratello. He's like you can see Dirk's tooth like kind of flying through the air and he circled it on the telestrator. (laughs) (laughs) the czar himself yeah so i i remember that um but yeah there's yeah it's definitely some uh weird injuries that have happened to the Mavs, and i'm sure it happens with uh, other teams too and uh, we just don't see it as much but definitely uh just some freaky stuff that's happened yeah yeah well shout out to dirk obviously shout out to carl andrew too for, for going through it like troopers uh, maybe we can get Dirk to talk about that episode one day. Uh, That'd be if cool. We, if we can ever get him on here with us. But to auction uh, off those until then, for charity. Yeah, yeah. I wonder <laughs> if he has them. Yeah. Does he, did he put them in a bag and keep them, or did they just donate them to science? I yeah. wonder what they did. <laughs> interesting, interesting stuff. But, uh, okay. Well, thank you, Mike. Yeah. Uh, for Mike, I am Bobby. We'll be back with you tomorrow for another new episode of Mavs Queen. Until then, see ya.